Welcome back to another raw and unfiltered episode of the Relentless Health Podcast. Every week, we bring you stories to help you become relentless and reaching your full potential. If you enjoy the message we are promoting, leave a rating and review on the platform you're listening to. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. Welcome back to the Relentless Health Podcast. I'm your host, Calvin Johnson. And today I want to talk about something called the low effort syndrome. This is something that I recently had to look directly in the eye and accept that I'm plagued by this myself. What is low effort syndrome? Low effort syndrome is a term that describes an important aspect of a fixed mindset. So in summary, it is the refusal to work hard and put in effort when there is the potential for a perceived failure. Making an effort to succeed makes you vulnerable because if you don't succeed, your flaws or limitations are there for the world to see. So I found myself once again reading Carol Dweck's book titled Mindset. I've read this book multiple times. I've skimmed it multiple times. And this time as I was reading it, in chapter three, there was something that hit me and it hit me hard enough to cause me to make a change. But before I share that part that hit me, I want to share a brief summary of the section so you can have some background context. She goes on to say, our students with the fixed mindset who are facing the hard transition saw it as a threat. It threatened to unmask their flaws and turned them from winners into losers. In fact, in the fixed mindset, adolescence is one big test. Am I smart or dumb? Am I good looking or ugly? Am I cool or nerdy? Am I a winner or a loser? And in the fixed mindset, a loser is forever. It's no wonder that many adolescents mobilize their resources, not for learning, but to protect their egos. And one of the main ways they do this is by not trying. This is when some of the brightest students simply stop working. In fact, students with a fixed mindset tell us that their main goal in school, aside from looking smart, is to exert as little effort as possible. They readily agree with statements like this. In school, my main goal is to do things as easy as possible so I don't have to work very hard. She goes on to say, this low effort syndrome is often seen as a way that adolescents exert their independence from adults, but it is also a way that students with a fixed mindset protect themselves. They view the adults as saying things like this. Now we will measure you and see what you've got. And the students will reply by answering, no, you won't. John Holt, the great educator, says that these are the games all human beings play when others are sitting in judgment of them. John Holt goes on to tell a story about a student, and he says, The worst student we had, the worst I have ever encountered, was in his life outside the classroom as mature, intelligent, and interesting a person as anyone at the school. He then poses the question, what went wrong? 
He says somewhere along the line, his intelligence became disconnected from his schooling. I want to read that again. Somewhere along the line, his intelligence became disconnected from his schooling. Guys, that part hit me because in that moment, I felt like John Holt was talking to me. That student whose intelligence was disconnected from his schooling, that's me. That's been me for a very long time. If you know anything about me, and if you talk to those close to me, they will tell you that I love learning. I love reading. I love uh, studying different skills. I like to pride myself on being able to acquire skills quickly. I've always prided myself on being able to learn anything from coding to finance to sales to understanding interpersonal communication. No mental block. But school, school has always been a mental block for me. Because I don't want to be perceived as dumb. And you heard Carol talk about, Carol Dweck talk about, our, like these students being in adolescent years. My mental block comes from my adolescent years. Because in my adolescent years, I was constantly told that I was a slow learner. And that followed me into my adult years. And I'm 29 years old. So this has been following me for a very long time. But for whatever reason, that mental block or that low effort syndrome, it hasn't impacted my ability to learn outside of school, just in school. So this low effort syndrome specifically applies to school for me. But for you, it may apply to a different area. So let me tell you what I did to fix this mindset problem in just a few weeks. So in college, I've rarely passed exams. Midterms, finals, rarely passed it. If I did, did pass them, it was just a miracle. So I knew that I had two exams coming up. And this is just a few weeks ago, probably about four or five weeks ago. I decided to put high effort into studying. So for one exam, I studied for one week. For the other exam, I studied for four days. The reason I studied for four days for the exam is because we didn't get our study guides until four days before the exam. But that's for another story. <laughs> so I knew this time frame wasn't very long, but for me, it was marked improvement. Like studying for a week and studying for four days, that was a lot of studying for me. So during this time, I applied the Pomodoro method. I believe I said that right, but I applied that method. And essentially what I did was I studied for 50 minutes and took a 10 minute break. Also during these study sessions, I created flashcards but I created the flashcards in a form of potential questions. So for example, if the study guide said you need to know the six criteria for air pollution and the percentages, I would write on the flashcard what are the six criteria 
for air pollution and their percentages. Secondly, and this is a big secondly, I had my wife quiz me. This was a big fear of mine because my wife is a teacher. My wife is also a very smart woman. So for me, I hate looking dumb in front of my wife. So this was a huge courage moment for me to ask her to quiz me. Now, if you fast forward to each test, and as I was taking the test, I had sky high confidence because for the first time in a long time, I actually knew the answers to the questions <laughs> because I could picture them in my head because a lot of a lot of the questions on the exam were eerily similar to the questions that were on my flashcards. So this led to a huge confidence boost for me. And since the exams, by the way, I passed those exams, so I was super ecstatic. So since since the exams, my grades have improved due to the quality of my work being better. My effort in studying has increased past the point of one week or four days, as we heard in my example, to, to studying a little bit every day. So what I want you to do is I want you to find an area where you have a low effort syndrome and I want you to apply high effort to it for two weeks. Just two weeks. Apply high effort to it. Also, I want you to document where you are mentally. How are you feeling about it? And did your confidence level increase? I want you to document, document, document. All right, that's a wrap for today's episode. If you'd like to go deeper on this topic, we have additional resources linked in the show notes. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Relentless Health Podcast. If you enjoyed it, feel free to share it with a friend. It helps us to grow and reach more people in the hopes it will inspire others along their journey. As always, go be relentless.